Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. The stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Obscure Sorrows Written by Bob Ramsey Three old Major League umpires were teaching their trainees how to call strikes. I calls them as I sees them, the first umpire said. I calls them as they are, said the second. Gentlemen, the third one said, they ain't nothing till I call them. This old epistemological joke speaks to how words frame our thinking, so much that they not only define its boundaries, they blind us to the flaws built into language itself. Think of this as systemic wordism. We can't understand what we can't define. New words are arriving every day, of course. Metaverse may be the latest, but every year brings thousands of ways to describe the new things in life. Except for maybe the biggest thing of all, our emotions. There's a huge blind spot here. We have thousands of words for different types of finches and schooners and historical undergarments, but only a rudimentary vocabulary to capture the delectable subtleties of the human experience. Those last words are from John Koenig, who, ten years ago, started a blog on Tumblr to correct this. It's called The Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows, and it contains new words made up by Koenig and contributed by others that express something you may have felt all your life, but didn't know was shared by anyone else. But please don't think sorrows here means sadness, because sadness originally meant fullness. Both words come from the same Latin root, satis, which leads to sated and satisfaction. As Koenig says in what is now the hardcover book edition of his dictionary, not so long ago to be sad meant you were filled to the brim with some intensity of experience. That intensity is all the sharper from being baked in during the pandemic, a time when we were all thrown back on feelings we carefully packed away, because they really were sorrowful, or because we were experiencing new feelings without words to name them. One word in Koenig's dictionary that I owe entirely to the pandemic is hailbound. My debt comes from the daily walks Jean and I took up and down the same dead-end road here in the country from March of last year until lockdowns ended. Hailbound means being mysteriously compelled to wave to passing strangers on a country road, a mountain path, or a remote stretch of water. The pandemic also gave me Kennaway, the longing to see how other people live their lives when they're not in public. Oh, and of course, there's Canopsia, the atmosphere of a place that's usually bustling with people, but now is abandoned and quiet. Feeling old, I locked on to tiracy. This is a complicated feeling of envy and admiration for people younger than you, their eyes shining with energy, their futures rich with potential, their confidence smooth and untouched, like a freshly opened jar of peanut butter, which you simultaneously want to preserve 
and gleefully undercut. There's also lap year, which describes the age at which you became older than your parents were when you were born. My lasting favorite is the final definition in the dictionary, adomania, the sense that the future is arriving ahead of schedule, that all those years with fanciful names are bursting from their hypothetical cages into the arena of the present, furiously bucking your grip while you slip around in your saddle, with one hand reaching for the reins, the other waving up high like a school kid who finally knows the answer to the question. Someone once dismissively asked John Koenig if all his words were made up. Yes, they were. Of course they were. All words are made up. Every one. And since there's no factory or computer bank where words are created and sent out to earn their keep in our heads, everyone is good as everyone else when it comes to introducing new words into the language. So, if you've got a feeling you can't quite put words to, or one that you think only you feel, do I have a worthy job for you? Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to ramseyinc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C dot com.